I became a transcendental meditator because meditation was the key to calming the mind, to creating a peaceful space within. And it allowed me to flourish in the different modalities. Uh, I became a remote viewer, a scientific remote viewer. Tony Sibilele was my coach. And he taught me how to differentiate between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and how that the subconscious mind had all the answers, knows everything about anything that we're interested in. It knows everything that we want and it can uncover secret locations, items that are unknown to me. Hi friends and welcome back to Curiously Wise, Practical Spirituality in Action. I am, as always, your host, Lauren Wittig, and I have a new friend here with me, Jason Medlock. He interviewed me not too long ago for his podcast, and so I said, let's do this again. And so Jason is here. Let me read you his bio a little bit, and then we will we'll move into our great conversation. As a level two quantum healing hypnotist, mindset performance coach, and energy healer, among other roles, Medlock provides a unique exploration of various spiritual modalities. With a profound understanding of human potential and a passion for empowering others, he has dedicated his career to helping business owners, athletes, and everyday working individuals become exceptional leaders capable of achieving their goals with unwavering confidence. His groundbreaking book, Empowered by Consciousness, is a transformative manual for self-discovery and personal development that simplifies complex concepts and offers practical techniques for their application. It serves as a roadmap to transformation, offering a unique perspective on our ability to shape our reality. This insightful and transformative work serves as a valuable companion for those seeking deeper self-awareness and personal growth. Jason's goal is to encourage others to find their spiritual paths and to help them expand their thought processes, unlock their potential, and create a fulfilling life. His journey is one of wisdom, aspiring to influence others to live authentically and in alignment with their desired lives. Welcome to Curiously Wise, Jason. Thank you, Lauren. I'm glad to be here. How are you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I just loved our conversation on your podcast and I just love your energy. So I'm, I'm really excited that we get to spend some more time together. So let's just dive right in. And, and what I really like to ask at the beginning of most of these is, how did you get to where you are today? Because you do all of this wonderful energy work and you've had some sort of spiritual awakening, I assume you're on a spiritual path. So just give us a little bit of your story. Yeah, when, when, I, when I look back at it, and, you know, that's a question that's asked and, and a lot. And when I look back at it, and if I could just put it in a package, my sister was a huge influence on my spiritual journey in Mainly it started when I got in college. Obviously, when I was a little, when I was a little boy, I had all these curiosities on where is God and who is God? And I don't see him. Where is he at? I'm standing up in church. I'm sitting down. <laughs> the money prayer is passing back and forth. Okay. <laughs> so, but the, 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 from that, those experiences as a Methodist, uh, you know, in, in the church, my sister introduced me to, you know, daily manifestations. And, and this is when, when I was young, when I was in college, you know, the affirmation of faith. And I was saying these affirmations of faith and these daily manifestations she would give me while, while I was in college, you know, I will be a great student. I will be the best on my, on my football team. And a lot of the things that I was using, they were actually coming true. And I'm in college, I'm like, well, my sister knows what she's talking about. You know, I'm just... I'm following her lead because she was, she was more spiritual, more, more religious than I was. I'm a younger guy. But the thing she would say, if you just do this and you keep doing this affirmation of your faith, everything you want happened for you. And it started to happen. Mm-hmm. So fast forward a little bit. I'm out of college. I lose with my connection, so to speak. I'm still going to church. But, you know, I'm, I'm just going to church. I, didn't, I wouldn't know huge Bible reader, but I knew the Bible mm-hmm. and I'm still going to church, but it's just, you know, dressing up, making sure that I pray and things like that. And she said, Hey, listen, I want you to watch the secret. Mm. And I was like, okay, okay. And so I watched the secret. 
but it took me about two months to watch because she would come. Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? I'm like, yeah, but I didn't really watch it, Lauren. But then I finally watched it. And she had me come over to her house and she had a few other friends over and we're going to watch The Secret. So I watched The Secret and I was like, whoa. So you mean telling the stuff you were giving me in college? That's a form of meta. And I was like, physics? It's a form of metaphysics? She's like, yes, it's a form of metaphysics. And the law of attraction, it really works. And this is something new I'm into and you should start doing it. You know, you need to learn this stuff when you're younger. Mm-hmm. So, I, so, so I started to understand the law of attraction and how energy and how you, you could create this, this attraction through energy and you can vibrate at different uh, levels and, and reach different frequency and bring things or people towards you. And Lauren, I got really good at this. I was mm-hmm. using the law of attraction from that secret from the documentary I was watching it biannually. I would watch it twice mm-hmm. a year. Okay. And from that at birth, my sister's vision board party, which is now year eight. We did the last one last night, so to speak. And she had a lot of people on the on a Zoom call in her eighth year in a row doing the vision board party. So the vision boarding came from watching The Secret. And every time I would use the law of attraction, there would be one to two things on my list that would happen for me. Mm-hmm. And I was really, and I'm in my 30s at this point, like like middle 30s, late 30s. I'm like, wow, okay, I believe in this. And the vision boarding was just, it was, everything was just working for me. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm good at this. So you know, as time moved on, you know, I'm now, you're in my 40s and, you know, it's, you know, working and family. And, you know, later in life, we were all struck by this COVID-19. We were all, everything suddenly stopped. And you yeah. we were forced to be in the home for a period of time. And it's almost like it made me revert back to the learning phases of the secret, the law of attraction, metaphysics. And I began to read because we couldn't go anywhere. We were shut in. I began to read. I was called to read. I mean, the first book I read was or, uh, The Lesson from the Twelve Archangels. And I read that book and I'm like, wow, this is eye-opening. And I was, I then started to move into the whole astral projection phase, Dr. Bob Munro. I started reading about Moreau's books and I started reading Aaron Hamlin's book, The Guide to Out-of-Body Experiences. And I'm like, why am I reading this stuff? And I moved from that and, you know, got really, really entangled with Five Lives Remembered by Dolores Cannon. Oh, yeah. And in all of this, there was something calling me that I could not describe. It was moving me more towards a spiritual path of connection with source. And when I was going through this a phase of moving closer to source, I started to notice I was becoming more benevolent. Mm. You know, I was always, you know, I'm dad and we're, we're, you know, my sons are athletes, we're tough guys. But I was starting to learn that men needed to experience emotions. Mm. And the reason why, not just men, but I'm using an example, but humans, the reason why we aren't in touch with our gifts is because of the structure we're living in and we don't express enough. We don't use our emotions enough to be able to feel what's going on. So I started to feel my way through this journey. And I said, wow, I kept searching for a spiritual coach. I kept searching online, trying to figure out who could I get. And I stumbled upon a young lady, Chloe Mowers, and she was started to coach me. I learned channeling. I learned galactic energy healing. Now I'm a level three Galactic energy healer, sort of just like Reiki. Reiki uses energy in the, in, in the palms of the hand and reading the chakras. Galactic energy healing, we use patterns, different mm-hmm. unique patterns that are channeled from multidimensional beings. And we use those patterns and we push them over our clients. So I started to learn these different modalities and I write about a lot of these in my book. And then I had the experience with being out of my body, watching myself sleep, floating through my house. And I write about that in the book as well. So mm-hmm. 
all of these things, I just started to one by one explore, then try it, and then keep practicing until I actually experienced it. And it was an amazing journey I was taking. But once I got to quantum healing, once I got to understand, well, it wasn't really quantum healing yet. It was Dolores Cannon. Mm -hmm. It was the books. Mm -hmm. It was the intensive interviews that she was having while these clients were in this somnambulistic state. This deep, deep level of theta brainwave state. Somnambulistic is right up under that. So it was amazing to, you know, the convoluted universe, you know, read these, these volumes that she was putting out and these wonderful experiences that she was able to come in contact with the subconscious mind, the higher self, and move through past life progression and, and get all of the answers for the clients she was looking for. So these books were fabulous. It taught me a whole lot. And it just really, really grew my understanding of the subconscious mind. And, you know, just, just as a backdrop of everything I'm talking about, I became a transcendental meditator because meditation was the key to calming the mind, to creating a peaceful space within. And it allowed me to flourish in the different modalities. Uh, I became a remote viewer, a scientific remote viewer. Tony Sibilele was my coach and he taught me how to differentiate between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and how that the subconscious mind had all the answers, knows everything about anything that we're interested in. No, it knows everything that we want and it can uncover uh, secret locations, items that are, that are unknown to me. Hmm. So I was practicing as a remote viewer and I got very good at it. Very good at it. Oh. And then I met, I met, you know, I, I forget, I, I shouldn't be forgetting his name. He's one of my coaches. <laughs> but I, I started to practice associate remote viewing. And it's a lot of different versions of remote okay. viewing. But associate remote viewing allowed me to predict future events. Wow. You may say, well, Jason, are you, I didn't know you were a psychic. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not in a way, but the, there are certain modalities out there that allow you to have psychic like traits, mm -hmm. taste, touch, smell, all the senses that we have. Yeah. And quite frankly, the same senses that psychics use to find or understand the situation or to recreate a scene. Taste, mm -hmm. touch, smell, temperature. They use all these ingredients and the same things are used in remote viewing. So these were packaged, these modalities. I had detailed notes and detailed experiences and all of this. And I came to the conclusion, why I don't know. I understand the subconscious mind. Mm. I understand to change a person. I understand now through hypnosis using quantum healing hypnosis that I can move people to different past lives. And now I'm a mindset coach, mindset transformational, mindset performance coach. I've been able to write about these experiences that I've had as an author and as a hypnotist, I've been able to do some wonderful things with healing, with, you know, helping people navigate through difficult experiences they may have faced as a child, they may have faced that they, that they are facing as an abuser, as a person who's depressed, this wonderful technique, quantum healing hypnosis wrapped around the other modalities that I'm coming in contact with in the reason I'm here today. And I know I was long-winded, but- No, that was great. I, yes, that's how I got here today, sitting in this chair, loving the things that I do because, you know, Lauren, we have to love this work because yes. sometimes our clients, our clients don't understand that. Yeah, we charge, yes. <laughs> you know, we charge and we have to make a living. And I know that we're, that you're experiencing something and you, you know, and, and we, our first tendency is to just help and yeah. to admit love, the vibration of love, but we need the vibration of, of money too, to kind of help out. So we yeah, keep doing that this. That energy balance, that, that exchange of energy, yeah. that's, that's just the way we as humans that, do that. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's how I got here. That's that's that to sum it up. That's that's how I started the work I'm doing today. It's it's really it's interesting because you started so young, sort of your sister guiding you into some of this and had such success with it. And it sounds like you were pretty open as things began to present themselves to you, to to absorbing them, <laughs> you know, the books and and all. I, the I could take a long look at myself, mm-hmm. you know, I really did. I was my ego was really really taking control of my life. Yeah, I got a chance to observe my ego. Be, uh, 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 ego. There's a book, "Be Here Now" by Ram Dass. Be here now, and it talks about the death of the human ego. And when I, and I have a chapter in my book about psychedelics and I experimented the albino strand and I had a monitor, you know, you should have a monitor when you're trying psychedelics. Yeah. Because I know I was going to lie about this, Lawrence. I needed to, I needed to try this mm-hmm. modality, this, this plant, this mushroom. And I tried it and I did 1.2 grams. I did a small dose, typically you know, a guy my size, I'm about six, four, about 250. I should do right up at two grams mm-hmm. to get the experience. But I was like, okay, I've never done this before. I'm experimenting <laughs> or hook. I tried it. And after 35, 40 minutes, my entire body started to vibrate mm-hmm. like a lawnmower was being started, Lauren. Huh. And it's the same fit that I've got when I, when I, when my body is getting ready to disengage when I'm astral projected. Same feeling, huh. and I was gone. But I, but, but to tell this story, I saw when I stopped, it was just movement, 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 and it stopped. I saw myself having a conversation with somebody. I was coming from a perspective of love in my energy body, and I saw myself, and it was just really horrible um. the way I was speaking to this person. I could. And I knew that was the ego. Something was telling me, look at the ego. Look how terrible it is. Yeah. So I've introduced this in my mindset coaching on how to minimize the human ego and bring it down so that your subconscious mind can make decisions as well. And so it's not so lopsided and really move the human ego down here and it comes with not identifying as something. Yeah, we are, we are authors, we are energy healers, we are coaches, but yeah, people can say that's who we are, but inside it it takes practice to try not to self-identify so you can minimize the human egos. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a big part of my journey too, is to, to quiet that voice. It's, you don't want to get rid of it entirely because its job is to keep you safe, right? That's sort of, it's, but it, it gets a little bossy it gets a little controlling after after we i don't know when it that when it happens but i i still have to go wait that's ego no that's not let me let me tune in and see what's really going on here and it's a it's a valuable thing to understand because you're right we often do things based on that ego that ego energy when really we we need to lead with love we need to lead with with the heart energy So yeah, Absolutely. so I like that. I like that. So let's let's just take a, a few minutes and talk about quantum healing, quantum hypnosis healing technique. Is that right, or is have I got that backwards? Uh, quantum healing hypnosis healing, technique. Hypnosis technique. It's Q H H T. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm fascinated by this one. I once I used to go to a lot of writers' conferences, and there was one author who presented hypnosis. There were probably 150 of us in the room. And she said, lie down on the floor if you want, just get comfortable, whatever. And she taught, she took us through hypnosis that helped us feel more confident. And she said, have do something, you know, during the hypnosis, she said something about do something with your with your hand so that every time you feel like you need confidence, you can do that with your hand. And so I clenched my left hand during that hypnosis. And when we all came out, it was like, it's cool. It was kind of like meditating. You know, it was kind of nice. But I kept finding myself during that conference when I was talking to people, I was a little intimidated by clenching my left hand, just, just you know, surreptitiously. But and then I got this sort of more feeling of confidence and was able to speak more, more fluidly and things. But so I'm fascinated by hypnosis. That's my only personal experience with it. But I know this is a really powerful 
system because I've read at least one of Dolores Cannon's books, the, the Three Waves of Visitors, I think it is. And she talks a it lot is, about it there. I was, it, this, this is way cool. So, yeah. She blows your mind with, with yeah. her collection. is awesome. Yeah I, yeah, I need to read more of her. I'm, I'm getting back to reading now, actually. So it's, it's just been in the last few months. But so tell us about quantum healing. You know, what is it? You've talked a little bit about it as you were giving us your journey, but when are you called to use that with your clients? Or is it like everybody gets this? Everybody doesn't get it. And you, you were called to use it with specific clients. And it sounds like the, 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 the lady who was at the, the writer's convention was using clinical hypnosis and she was implementing the trigger mm -hmm. within, with, deep within your subconscious mind to clench your, you know, clench your hand when you, you know, want a reaction. So you can introduce these things to remind a person to react a certain way to a certain situation. So I'm very familiar with that. But it just depends on what the person may be dealing with. If they're trying to stop smoking and, and you know, don't really have a strong belief system, just kind of calling you because hypnosis is what somebody told them, then I'm going to stick with clinical mm -hmm. and just kind of, you know, go 12 sessions because it takes, it takes at least six sessions of hypnosis to even get to know all the things about you and what's going on really with you. And then the next six, you know, nine sessions are focused on, you know, introducing these uh, things to the subconscious mind, you know, these changes that I need you to make over and over and over while you're in a deep, relaxed beta brainwave state. And, and if I can continue to give suggestions to you, then you should be okay. Now quantum can cure all of that as well, but quantum healing hypnosis you have to have a, have a belief system that you're not sitting in a chair saying, I don't feel anything. I don't feel hypnotized yet. You know, your left side of your brain isn't taking over the session. The curious side, the, the side that wants to know all the answers, the side that wants to know every little thing that's happening. Oh, I'm breathing too hard. Oh, I'm itching. The left side of the brain is very curious and it prevents the right side of the brain, which is the side of the brain that holds all the pictures, the memories, you know, the, the, the visualization, you know, flying through the air and, and at the beach in a relaxed place. That's the right side of the brain. That's the side of the brain that we like to work with when we're in quantum healing hypnosis. Lauren, it's a uniquely powerful tool. I mean, it's very powerful and it helps resolve deep-seated issues, promotes wellness, and, you know, basically it helps you with your overall well-being. Okay. So when, when we work with clients with quantum healing hypnosis, typically they're dealing with some deep, deep mental issues or abusive in a marriage. And they want to know why people, when they, people want questions answered, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? When will I find a husband? You help me understand. You know, why, what's the problem with my daughter? She, we just cannot get along. That's a quantum healing hypnosis session. Clinical hypnosis, you don't get answers back from the client. You typically are infiltrating the subconscious mind. We're scripting. We're doing a introduction. Then we're doing a deepener. And then we're moving into the, the hypnosis script on what we want to change. Quantum healing hypnosis, we're taking you through this beautiful journey this peaceful journey. We're talking to you about visualization. We're talking to you about finding the place that's most comfortable for you. Can you tell me about it? We promote conversation within the session. And what this does is it continues to help the client relax. It continues to help the client trust. We're looking for trust more than anything. And, and you know, in any type of therapy session, trust is key. Yeah. We're looking for this trust talk and what do you see and how do you feel? Let's move to this place and let me talk to you a little bit more. And can you feel this? Did you experience that? Well, tell me about it. You keep moving deeper and deeper and deeper until we finally get to the point um, that we can move you into a different past life. So quantum healing has the ingredients and it's, and it's more so regression therapy. 
as life regression therapy at its core. But the element, what makes it so different than any other technique out there dealing with hypnosis is that when Dolores Cannon figured out that, oh, wait a minute, we were just in this life. And now all of a sudden I said a few things and you switched to another lifetime. And I, and I remember what I said, so I tried it again. I switched to you to a different lifetime. Mm -hmm. And in each lifetime, you had a different accent. You were a different person. Get a different demeanor. And I'm recording you on audio. And I'm playing this back. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What did I stumble upon here? Mm -hmm. She stumbled upon half-life progression. And then she got so good at it. She was able to then ask questions. And one day the higher self, the subconscious mind's getting the answer. She's like, well, wait a minute, who, who, who am I speaking to? And from there, she understood that not only is past life regression is possible, but it's possible to access the higher self, the subconscious mind, God, the spirit. And I say all those different variations because people have different religious yeah. constructs. So whoever your higher being is that you worship, that you call on, it can be access with quantum healing. So it's a deep dive into the subconscious mind in, in enabling uh, people to just access insight, wisdom. And we use that stuff to help people resolve personal issues, you know, or in my case, I've expanded it to like professional challenges that people have. So I'm going to do an example. We're moving this person to a different lifetime. And an example is a person who's coming to, you know, who's, who's called me up and they can't understand why they're so volatile vocally, not physically, but vocally volatile to their wife. And I can't stop doing it. And, I, and, I, and I'm always scary of her. So the first thing I have to do, and obviously we do intake sessions and I need to spend about you know, an hour and a half with this person talking to them and just trying to figure out everything that's happened in their life. And once I can get to know everything about this person, the, the mom, the dad, the relationship between them, the sisters, the brothers, the cousins, the girlfriend, the best friend of high school, everybody. And those are my list of characters. Mm -hmm. Because when I move through the past lives, these characters are very important when you're doing quantum field hypnosis. Because you see these characters come up, some of the past lives. And sometimes the subconscious mind doesn't take you to a different past life. When you're forming this technique, it takes you to different previous uh, situations in the current lifetime. And, you know, I, I was wondering, I had to go back and when I first started doing this, I had to go back and read and study some more. Why didn't it make, why didn't they go to different past lives? The subconscious will only take you where they feel it's important information for you to know. Mm. Whatever the issue is happening in the current lifetime, it makes a decision on where the practitioner will be what they can access. In mm. some patients, I'm able to go three or four lifetimes, maybe five. Some patients will go to five different situations in the current life. Now, well, why? What's the purpose of delving into these different areas of the light? Because whatever the issue is that's affecting the person in the current day lifetime is typically buried in one of the past lives. Mm -hmm. And that's why when we get into the past life, we ask them, where are you? I'm in a grass field. Do you have any hands? Do you have any feet? No. Do you feel male or female? We ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Is the body old or the body young? I feel young. Look around you. What do you see? So we try to make them describe everything. And it's almost like, you know, you're writing your books. You mm -hmm. try to paint the scene so the reader. Just thinking that. <laughs> yes. So the more we do that and the more you do that, the reader becomes more engulfed, mm -hmm. more engulfed into your book. Well, the patient, while they're in this de-sombulistic state, and that's what Dolores calls it, the sombulistic state, 
theta, middle theta, d theta, somnolistic. And the more we do this, the more the person is enthralled in the book, enthralled in the lifetime. They are living the lifetime, literally, Lauren, before your eyes. Mm. Can you tell me where you live at? Can you show me your house? And they may move their neck a little bit. Let me know when you're at the house and get to the house and look around. What's around the house? There are trees. There, there's, a, there's a water well to the left. Hey, can you see the, the can you look in the sky? Are there any clouds? It's just, we're in the forest. So you get the key going, keep explaining. Where's your, who's your mom? Do you have a mother? I'm married. What's your wife's name? Her name is Elizabeth. Do you have any kids? So we keep going and we try to create this scene because the more you talk and the more you create this scene, we're going to figure out an emotion, a particular incident that may have happened. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure something out that's connected to the problems you're having in this lifetime. So we'll go through each life. If I can't get one in this life, I can't find what I need. Let's move from this place, from this place in time. Mm-hmm. And we're now moving to another life, to another place where we can find information to help you. You're now in another life. What do you see? And then the person, they're in this life. And they're talking and they're, you know, trying to figure out my name is John. And then it'd be a woman laying in my, laying on my, on my couch and she's John now. Mm-hmm. And she's married and she has two boys and she works at the farm mill. So these different things, uh, these different uh, people that they are, we get as much information, we gather as much and we figure out, oh, aha, your mother was abusive to you in this third lifetime. And she would always beat you if you didn't do what you're supposed to do. That's the lifetime we're going to focus on. Got it. So now I've got this information and I'm ready to move the client out. But the unique thing about quantum pillow and hypnosis, when I bring the client out, then I go back in and ask for permission to speak with the subconscious mind. And as you get a little twitch, then you, you know, it'll be a moment. They'll set their mouth. Can I access Lauren's subconscious mind, please? Can I speak to Lauren's subconscious mind, please? And it's a moment, and all of a sudden, sometimes it's the person's voice. Sometimes it's a uniquely beautiful intelligence that comes out of the mouth. And, it's, and it throws you off sometimes, Lauren. It's like, you're like, whoa. But we have to kind of stay, you know, in the moment. You know, while we're, you know, caring for this person who's, you know, uh, under our care, mm-hmm. but it, it, sometimes you're like, whoa, who is that? And, you know, and you hear this voice and now all the questions, all the things prior to when I prep people before they come see me, that they wanted to know, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with cancer and you cure this or the job I'm on, my boss. Nothing's not going to promote me. What can I do to move into another career? Whatever it it is, we tell people to get about 10 to 12 questions so that we can ask these questions. And it's almost like being in a psychic medium session where you're trying to get answers. When we get to that part, and it's exactly like that, the only thing different is you are the one answering and that's what's so unique about quantum healing. You're the one answering. I'm videoing it. I have an audio tape on you. Mm-hmm. You get a chance to reflect on what is said after I, after, after I ask the question. Yeah. And just like in Dolores's books, and not so much so her books. Her books focus on events in time and different information. But if you study quantum healing hypnosis and all the information that's out there, Dolores has healed thousands of people mm-hmm. with cancer, with heart mm-hmm. disease. Uh, she had one lady that she replaced her whole college. And you wonder, well, who in that crap is doing this stuff? Mm-hmm. Laura, right. when you think about it, the body heals itself anyway. We, yeah. we know this. That's scientifically proven. But what if 
what if you can move the options, the brainwave states to a level so deep that you can actually interact with the, the consciousness, the, 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 you know, the, the, the author of the body, you can interact and direct it to heal certain things and reason with it and ask questions of it and ask why the healing can't happen or can you fix it? And they're saying to you, and I don't have a swear on this, and they're saying to you, this is an actual session I had, can you cure the cancer in her body? Yes. And this is a client's thing, yeah. Well, how will you do it? I'm going to use water. Or well, they didn't say, I, we, go, we will use water. Mm-hmm. Well, what will you do with the water? We're spraying water on the cells now. Well, what does water do? It heals. And what else will you do? We're going to use light. And you have to keep asking, mm-hmm. how long will this take? We're working on it right now. And I record these sessions. Mm-hmm. And at some point in the audio, just all of a sudden, there's not enough water in the body. Mm-hmm. We told her that she should drink more water. And I said, well, what do you, there's nothing else we can do. We need more water in the body. So fast forward that one, once I got this lady out of the session and I called her friends into the room and she was coming to, and you know, I was doing her time. So I looked at them, I said, Hey, does she drink a lot of water? And they looked at each other. Well, why do you ask? I said, during the session, when I was speaking to her subconscious mind, it mentioned that it wasn't enough water in her body and they were using the water to get rid of some of her cancer. And they put their hand over their mouth. They like, oh my God, Jason, we, as her friends and her mom, we've been telling her to drink more water. The doctor was telling her, you're borderline dehydrated. You need to drink more water. But I got this when she was in like deep, deep mm-hmm. state. And it came out in a beautiful voice about she needs more water so that we can heal her. And it was amazing. That was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Or you get these answers, Lauren, and you get these responses. And, you know, it, and, and, you know, the healing, whether it's, it's, it's anything mental, whether it's anything dealing with, you know, making more money, whatever it is, the question will be answered. But what I done is I moved it further to reprogram the mind, the subconscious mind of success in sales or success in athletics for a golfer not to be nervous when he has to hit the game when it putts. But I incorporated pieces of clinical hypnosis and I've asked the clients that were looking for specific things to get the questions. Will, can I focus more when I'm taking the bar exam? Will you help me focus more? So I've kind of, you know, created these programs on my website that I offer clinical, but I offer a deeper experience with yourself and a higher rate as far as you achieving what you want by using quantum hypnosis yeah. session, 35, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. quantum session, four and a half, five hours. It's, wow. It, you get the results in three days after the session, hypnosis session, no less than 12 sessions. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, so that's the difference. So quantum, and I want you to ask me some questions too, but yeah, you know, that's, I'm, I'm fascinated. And, and it, it makes you do like this, it's like, oh, but. The beauty of quantum is it's a deep dive into the subconscious mind and it, it, it allows the individual to access wisdom. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. just, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful, peaceful experience. Yeah. That, I, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm so glad you 
you gave us some examples too that because I love I love story. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm just it, as you're talking, I'm going. Well, I do a little bit of that, you know, and I get a little bit of that. I get, but it's not. You're so focused on how you get to it that you're getting deeper, and and it sounds like you're reliably getting deeper. Whereas I get whatever spirit says it's time for me to hear, and right. you know, so because I do a lot of I do get a lot of past life information when I'm working with a client, but it's not this very focused. I'm going in to get information about this particular thing. It's sort of what wants to come up. So, how long did it take to get it? For you to get trained in that? Well, it's a self-paced program. It took me, I was a clinical at first, so it, it took me maybe four months, three or four months, just okay. to really comfortable, to really just start practicing with people and to, you know, not freak out <laughs> when you, when someone, someone tells you after, after you, they've come to see you because they didn't want to wear contacts anymore. They just want, this is a true story. They just, they, they, you know, can you help me without contact? Just a friend of mine, mm -hmm. when I was actually practicing, can you help me, you know, just see 2020? I don't want to use contacts anymore. Mm -hmm. That was one of her, her, her requests. And after we finished the session, I mean, she was a baby girl. She was a teenager. I mean, she was talking like a baby. I mean, <laughs> she was about to plan on them. And, and uh, I mean, she was, I mean, she, it was incredible. All the, different things that are the different lifetimes i'm sitting there like this works yeah. <laughs> so when the I, I said to the higher self can you help provision she does not want to wear contacts anymore they irritate her eyes yes we're working on it now mm. so after we went through all of that and i, I brought her back and and brought her back up the staircase and at the sound of my voice, you will be, you know, all of you is back in this one place. All the people that we've spoken to, they will be fine. Let them live their lives. They will be fine. So I go through all the, you know, everything and bring her back and she's there. And I said, you can open your eyes now. Couldn't open her eyes. And she started freaking out. I can't open eyes. I can't open eyes. I said, relax, just relax. They said they were working on the eyes. We sat there and talked for about four minutes and she still said, I still can't open my eyes and just relax. And finally, slowly, you know, eventually about six minutes, she was able to open her eyes. And so she's like, that was weird. I did not open my eyes. Three days later, she was not using her contacts and she could, she noticed that she could read clear, not I said, is it 2020? No, it's not 2020, but I can actually, I don't need contacts or readers to read. I can see it much better than it was. And then it got progressively better as time went on. And it kind of stayed at one spot. But her vision was vastly improved mm. using quantum hypnosis. So at that point, that was one of my stories. So Dolores has me. Mm -hmm. And there are other practitioners out there that have healing stories as well. Oh, yeah. But that yeah. was one of my first healing stories where I improved the vision of a young lady's eyes. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. And you know, man, we all want clarity of thought, resolvable conflicts, you know, and you can get that obviously with any type of, you know, therapy sessions, mm -hmm. but quantum healing helps you resolve. And Dolores taught us that once the session is over with, the healing data is in the audio. They must listen to the audio at least once or twice mm -hmm. so that the healing data can continue that in the responses are healing for them. Mm -hmm. So once that happens, it usually takes about three days for everything to take place. And people ask, well, how long will this last? Well, if you're asking that, that means you're depending on the session mm -hmm. to be everything that you can. Mm -hmm. You can choose to reprogram yourself, to rewrite the software mm -hmm. that was installed. You can, you can reprogram yourself, yourself and go in the kitchen and eat a big block of cake if you were trying to lose weight yeah. or uh, open a cigarette pack up. So you choose to rewrite it as long as you believe in what has just happened and stay the course, anything that you ask for 
anything you're trying to fix will be done. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. I'm going to have to go investigate that. I get fascinated by modalities. <laughs> that yeah. one sounds... I get a percent. I get a percent off. If you want to join, if you want to add that to your umbrella, go to my okay. website, sign up, and you get, you get a percentage off. So, oh, cool. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes too, in case anybody else out there wants to investigate. Absolutely. Okay. I'm just taking a note here. Okay. So, so many things, <laughs> but I, I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about your book. You mentioned it earlier and I am a book person. So I always like to highlight books when people come on who've had them. I have to say, I have not read it yet, but it has got the most gorgeous cover I've ever seen on a nonfiction book. I have to, it's just like, and I mean, let's, and let's make cover. sure I get your address. Let's make sure I get your address, uh, uh, you know, before we leave, because I'm going to send you a copy. Yes. Oh, thank you. I have you. plenty of them. See copy. Okay. I, that would be awesome. Awesome. I'm using that word a lot today. I recognize I'm saying awesome a lot because I'm blown away with what you're describing. It's There's so many pieces of what I do that sort of touch on that stuff, but this is such a focused methodology, modality, that it's really fascinating to me. So... Tell us a little bit about how, how you came to write a book. I came to write the book when I started to move to this modality, learn it, try it, experience it. And, you know, I said, okay, I'm right about this. After the third modality, I knew that, okay, I'm gathering so much information. I mean, people will have to know this. I was having to go get this book, go get that book, and this book for this, and this book for that. I was saying to myself, I'm going to put all this in one book. Mm. Now, it's not going to be 400 pages, but I'm going to write about the history of psychedelics and my personal experiences with psychedelics and what strand did I use and what exactly happened. Mm. I'm going to talk about projection and the history of it and kind of where it came from and then step by step exactly what happened to me and how I popped out of my body. So I was going to share each modality, everything I found out about the subconscious mind. I have a section for hypnosis and all the wonderful things that it can do. And some of the things that quantum field hypnosis was able to do for me, you know, meditation, I have a section on how transcendental meditation versus other types of meditation and just what it meant for building your base with finding some modality that can calm you I like the energy here and talk about that. I have channeling in the, I have a section on channeling. We talk about channeling. There are, just like you've read Dolores books, I have a Q and, not Q and A, but I have a interview style portions of it where I'm asking questions. Well, I'm sorry, I'm on the trans and I'm asking questions and one section I'm asking questions of the higher self while my instructor is in trance and we're just having this dialogue with channeling. So scientific remote view, when I write about that, give the history, then I give you actual sessions I performed where mm -hmm. I, I, I do, I perform a session where I'm sensing their underground huge tubes at Skinwalker Ranch. And, and that's the, where all the anomalies are in Nevada, the ranch of Nevada. And I'm doing a session with Tony Civilelli, who's my instructor. And he's actually doing it at the same time I'm doing it. And we're trying to uncover what is under this ranch. And I have it all scripted out. But the power of our consciousness is just what it is. It's a beacon for people to look at that helps demystify all these spiritual modalities and it encapsulates and brings it all into one understandable, you know, just, just an understandable, the, the way I narrate it and the way I write it and I write it in such terms. I don't use a lot of technical yeah, terms. I write as if I'm talking to you and really it's for the spiritually curious, for, for the person who has heard about these things, but they're like, I don't, I don't know about that. But they're curious and I write it and I talk about it, how to use the book, you know, what to do, what not to do. Uh, I give all kinds of steps in my sectional manifestation. I've taken a number of courses and I know you have too, Laura. We've spent money on a lot of things. <laughs> so I've just, 
Yeah, I'm taking everything I've learned and poured it when it comes to manifestation, the 333 technique, the 555 technique, the 777 technique, the water alchemy technique, the 369 technique, all these different manifestation tools on how to move yourself into a position to where you can attract these things that you want to yourself. And that's what empowering my consciousness is. It's just a, it's just, you know, it's, it, everything is wrapped into this book all the modalities and what they do and how they can help you. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. The first few days it came out, it was an Amazon bestseller. Okay. We had sold a lot. So that happened. And, and we were in that 35, we were within that 35,000 percentile on Amazon. Things like they said, millions of books, but if you're in that 35,000 for, my publisher told me a uh, full week or for a few days, then you can use the title of national bestseller or, or best-selling book or case may be. So mm -hmm. it did well and, and it continues to, it, it started off as number one in the hypnosis uh, uh, category and it's been there for a long time, mm -hmm. but it's out and I encourage people to take a look at it. Tell people the name of it. Empowered by Consciousness. And you can find this book at www.jasonmethlock.com and it's a section, just click on Empowered by Consciousness on one of the tabs and it gives you a just a detailed write-up of the book. You can purchase the book. You can even, and here's another freebie. You can, you can get the first, I think it's the first 90 pages, actually. Ooh. Uh, the first 80 or 90 pages of the books. You can just read the book and see if it's something that, you know, that's, that, you, that you resonate with. <laughs> or you can either buy the book on the site. Also, if you scroll down further, I have two free hypnosis audio. And that gives the people a chance to hear my voice and my trans voice to say, you know what? I could, I can resonate with Jason. Mm -hmm. So there's a healing hypnosis session, the crystalline river. Dolores Cannon taught us this in our class. We use this for healing. And then there's a, I'm a money magnet, hypnotize yourself to attract the frequency uh, or to, or to move yourself to the frequency of money. Well, how do you do that, Jason? Very, very easily. Move love at the center of your heart. And once you start to emit a love for people, for animals, your boss that gets on your nerves. Yeah, you can have the emotion of, oh, I'm tired of him, but love him though. He's, mm -hmm. he's a, he's a, so when you can quantify love at that level, consciously and subconsciously, it raises your frequency in anything that you are trying to do, you can make with the frequency of money. Mm -hmm. The vibration of all, everything here is just energy and it vibrates yeah. at a certain level. So you would be on that level to attain it. So yeah, I'll give away some freebies on the site, some hypnosis sessions. So yeah, that's, you know, that's the name of the book, freebies on the site. You can, you can download a, 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 a copy, you know, 80 pages and, you know, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it. It's amazing to me that you have taken all of these different modalities and brought them into a, a single book because it's such a gift to do that. So many books are about a thing, you know, a modality, yes. a way of, of working with the subconscious or whatever. But to have all of those there, because I believe there's so many of us out here doing healing work in so many different ways, because each person is going to find the one that works best with them, or they may try several before they find that person. But we don't all work the same way. We don't all, we all do healing work, but we don't, we, we use different modalities. So it's really lovely for people to have one place to find everything and see what does resonate with them. So And then go out and buy the book that you want to just focus yeah. on. Yeah. And I give you a, I give you like some sort of a, just, you know, packaged in one for you to figure out which one it is. Yeah. And it's amazing, Lauren, that when you put all those together and now I'm mindset coaching, transformational mindset coaching, I'm able to show a person how to differentiate between their conscious mind and their conscious mind. I've learned that in remote viewing mm -hmm. and I'm introducing different types of breathing techniques while you're meditating so that you can come down much quicker after a disagreement at work or 
using hypnosis to actually infusing your coaching. Because there are some coaches out there that I'm a certified coach and I'm from the IPPC and I have this certification. I use spiritual modalities mm-hmm. in my coaching program. I don't use worldly um, techniques. I use spiritual modalities. I know how to stop habits. I know how to move you in a place where you can perform on a test, perform at a, a, if you're at a convention, you have a phobia of shaking hands and opening your mouth to meet people. You can cure these things through hypnosis, through quantum healing. You know, so it's, it's, it's gratifying that I can use all these tools and package them in a coaching program and, and, and have professionals, you know, look at that. You know, it, it doesn't have to be all number driven and financial. Right. And right. Sometimes the coaching is not that. It's, it's, it's you. It's the energy and the frequency you're emitting. That's yeah. why you can't get a lot of sales. Yeah, that's something I've been tuning into a lot lately that we need to lead from the heart as much as we lead yes. from the head. And, and, you know, both are yes. valuable, but we've left out the heart part. And that's the more feminine energy, generally speaking. And, and it's really, really important in our world right now to start bringing that in consciously. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you're feminine, that. feminine. The feminine energy is the energy that should run the world. Yep, I agree. The feminine energy wants rule this, this planet. And that's when this planet was peaceful. It was yep. on track to be, you know, a peaceful nation, a higher vibrating individual, moving more into 4D into 5D quicker than we are right now. We're stuck in 3D. But the male energy at some point in our history took over yep. and now we're in shambles. Yep. Now this place is, you know, we still have a chance. Oh, we're turning it around. We are turning it around. Yes. I, I think that there's a lot of work going on that is not visible yet in terms of shifting things to a higher vibration and bringing more of the fem- the feminine divine energy in. And so I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to see, even though it's going to be chaotic, see what happens the next couple of years, because I think we're really at a tipping point or we're just about to be at yes. a tipping point. So, all right. According to Dolores, according to Dolores, we're the new earth. Yeah. The new 5D earth is already created and people are already transition. So that's, that's another topic for another day, but yeah, that's when I, it's, you got to wrap your head around all that. (laughs) Yeah, Good. All right. Is there anything that we have not touched on that you would like to bring forth for the the listeners or viewers? I just want people to, and I'm going to say it again. I'll keep saying, I want people to emit the frequency of love. It's important. It's important that you understand that if you lead with love, that if you envision your body in pure white light on the inside and you emanate this light outside of your avatar, outside of your body, wherever you're standing, emanate it in that ring and the entire place is white and then your neighborhood and then your state and then the entire world. This is a visual practice I was taught by my spiritual teacher to instantly raise my vibration when things are going wrong. And that's how you do it. And God, we believe and think of yourself as pure white light with the with the frequency of love. And I'm leaving the audience with that. Something That's really cute. simple that can really change your day. Thank you so much for that. All right. I want to thank Jason for being here with me today and having a, just an illuminating conversation, which is, I just love it when that happens. And it happens a lot here on Curiously Wise, but I appreciate you coming and sharing your journey and your wisdom and your, your deep insights into the spirituality aspect of becoming better people. And so I would like to also thank the listeners and appreciate you being here. And I hope you come back next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. And in the meantime, stay curious. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. I hope this conversation has left you feeling inspired and curious about the world around and within you. After all, curiosity is the key to growth and understanding. So keep asking questions and exploring new ideas. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and or leaving a review. It helps us be found by others. If you're curious to learn more about me or my healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, 
head over to my website at heartlightjoy.com. Until next time, I'm Lauren Whitting. Stay curious.